Okay, so um, there's a few more parts of the Febreng that we started. Um, I'll try to paraphrase some of it. A lot of, a lot of amazing things. So there is a um, question that the Rogachar Goyen asks about the Eidias of Hanukkah. This isn't connected connection with the the, the uh, great virtue of the last day of Hanukkah today. Today's Hanukkah. So there's a question the Rogachar Goyen asks that um, gives us insight to this. Rogachar asks, are the eight days of Hanukkah one entity, one thing that extends for eight days, or are they eight separate days, eight separate points? What's the difference if it's one entity or eight different entities? The difference is if someone converts in the middle of Hanukkah or if someone becomes bar mitzvah in the middle of Hanukkah, if they are, if we consider all Hanukkah as one entity, so then the convert or the Nubar Mitzvah is uh, missing something in all of Hanukkah. He's missing, he, he cannot light in the days after his Bar Mitzvah or after he converts because it's all one entity. But if there are eight different points, eight different days, then even if you miss lighting the, on the first night because you didn't occur to Judaism yet, you could still light the next days because they are, um, because this, today is indifferent, it's a new entity, that, it's distinct from days before. And um, the Rogashara connects this argument as well um, to uh, many other discussions about the laws of Hanukkah. So this discussion could also, um, also pertains to why the holiday is celebrated? Why do we celebrate Hanukkah? The discussion is, is the, is the celebration because of the victory over the Greeks? As the word Hanukkah indicates, Hanukkah is, comes from the words Hanukhafe. They rested on the 25th day after they were victorious over their enemies. So Hanukkah is about victory. Or is Hanukkah about the, the, the miracle that happened with the oil? So, so the... the Two sides of this, um, two, 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 uh, two approaches to this holiday are connected to this question of the Raga How did the miracle of the victory, of, uh, uh, victory in war happen? The victory, the victory wasn't with one war. There were many wars against the Greeks. And on Hanukkah, there was a full victory. So the miracle didn't happen in one moment. It happened over a long period of time. And therefore, the holiday of Hanukkah is many distinct points. It's not just one point. It's many distinct, distinct points because it's like the victory in war. What was the victory? There was a, there was a battle in Jenin. There was a battle in, in Gaza. There was many different battles. And therefore, it's, it's um, considered not as one entity, but as, and as many different points. That's one way of looking at the holiday of Hanukkah. Another way of looking at it is there was a miracle that happened with a, with a jug of oil, and that miracle happened in one moment. They discovered this um, the jug of oil in a second. And um, although they um, although to create the oil takes a long time, you have too many things to create the oil, and it sounds similar to the battle. But the preparations that were are necessary to create the oil in the temple are. That, that those preparations are needed for all, all the oil in the temple. But 
the problem was that all those other bottles of oil were, were contaminated, were, were defiled. There was only one jug of oil that was sealed with a seal of Ken Godel. So what's unique over here is not in that they is not it's not in the production of the oil, but the fact that they found the oil and the discovery of the oil happened in one moment, and in that one moment, there was also the miracle in the quality of the oil, that Hashem changed and strengthened the quality of the oil that could last for eight days, and this answers. Um, so, so, so based upon this, Hanukkah is just one entity. If it's based upon the miracle of the oil, it's one entity. If it's based upon the victory in, in battle, then it's, thank you very much, then, it, then it's eight distinct points. Just like the battle took place over an extended period of time with many different battles. It wasn't just one victory. There were many different, different battles, so to Hanukkah is eight different points. This also, um, this, this um, discussion also can address a question that's asked in the, in, in the yeshivas. question is, how were they allowed to um, use oil that Hashem created? The Torah says you have to use olive oil. So, um, so the answer is, is that it was olive oil. Just Hashem injected in this olive oil. He didn't create new oil out of nothing. Just He put in the olive oil this additional power for the last eight days. So that's... Um, that's how the Rebbe addresses this here. Another famous talk, the Rebbe explains that the oil burned and didn't burn at the same time. And that explains how the oil was able to be, because the halacha is that the cups and the menorah have to be full. So even if you say the miracle was in the quality of the oil, it still would go down every day a little bit. But uh, here, the Rebbe just, just says there was a, a, Hashem changed the quality of the oil, and that's, that miracle happened in a second. And since the miracle happened in a second, Hashem changed the quality of the oil in a second, so... All of Hanukkah is just one entity. But this, this also, also will help us under, answer another question. Why is Hanukkah celebrated for eight days? The miracle, it seems, is only for one day, for seven days, because the oil could have lasted for one, and the miracle is that it lasted for seven extra days. And um, so now we understand the answer, because the main miracle was the discovery of the jug of oil. And without this, Discovery, they couldn't, they won't be able to light it for the next, next, next uh, seven days, next eight days. It it, it says, says a similar thing in um, in Shari Eira of the Mitla Rebbe in the Hasidic language, but it's although it's in the Hasidic language, the Rebbe says it's something that you can understand just thinking about this a little bit without going too deep. This is what the Mitla Rebbe writes: The main miracle was on day one. What was the main miracle? The main miracle happened on the first day, and from the discovery of the first day, they were able to light for eight days. The Mithra Rebbe says the seven candles of the Neira correspond to the seven emotional attributes of Chachma. Every one of the ten divine energies of the Sirius has ten energies within it. So Chachma has Chachma of Chachma, Bina of Chachma, so the seven candles are the seven emotional attributes of Chachma. Even within Chachma, there are ten attributes, and the seven candles are the seven emotional attributes of Chachma. So all of those emotional attributes are originally incorporated within Chachma, and Chachma is called the light of the seven days. The light that shines in the world in the seven days of creation, that's the light of Chachma. Elsewhere, the Altar said that Chachma is a place where there it's revealed. You heard from 
Altaber heard from the Bezitcha Magid, the Chachme in there it's revealed how the Hashem is alone and there's nothing besides Him. So that's what, that was what was shining in the world when Hashem created the world, the light of the seven days. So, so the seven emotional attributes, they eventually emerge and they become distinct attributes, but originally they're incorporated within Chachma. So, so the lighting of the menorah from this jug, what does that mean? Lighting the menorah according to Chassidus. That means that the light of Chachma should shine anew. And that's the main miracle. So the light of Chachma has within it the seven days, but it is above, it's, it's the way those seven energies are incorporated within it. So, uh, let's just say this. Just like our intellect creates our feelings, and so we have our distinct feelings, our subjective feelings, but our intellect that creates those feelings incorporates the ability to have those feelings. In other words, before you have your subjective feelings about whatever it is, you first have your perspective, you have your mind, what you think about it. Within your mind's perspective, there is a potential, not just a potential, there's also there's already a leaning towards how you're going to feel about this thing, depending on how you look at this thing. Is it good or not good? So in your mind, it's already like, oh, this is good. That's, that's the way emotions are included within the intellect. And so too, within Chachma, Chachma just a flash of understanding, within Chachma there's also the potential for the emotions as they exist within Chachma. So the discovery of the oil means that there is a new revelation of Chachma, and this revelation of Chachma is the source of the light of the seven days, the light that, 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 is, that emerges from Chachma. And that also explains something else. And we're going to read today in the Torah, you shall light the menorah in the temple, and to the center of the menorah, all seven candles should shine. What do you mean? The menorah in the temple has seven candles altogether. The center candle is between the three on the right and the three on the left. So if you're going to say that they all should face the center candle, how many candles do you have facing the center candle? Only six. Why does it say that the seven candles should face the center candle? The answer is because there are the seven emotional attributes as they are first incorporated within Chachma. And then there are the way those seven attributes emerge from Chachma. And so the Torah is saying that they should, they should face the center candle. That means they should, be, they should return to their source in Hashem's Chachma. That's the idea of, of them facing the center candle, returning back to their source. So, so what happens then on Hanukkah is this. First, there is the first day. The first day contains within it the power of all the subsequent days. It has the, the, the first day has the light of Hashem's Chachma, the light of Hashem's wisdom, revelation of godliness, that is called the light of the seven days. It's called the light of the seven days because it is not the Chachma as Chachma is aloof from the, um, what emerges from Chachma, the way it's, way it's sealed, the way it's sealed with the seal of the Kayin Godel. Rather, it's the way Chachma is, the way the, the jug is opened, the way Chachma incorporates within it the light of the seven days. You're lighting them there on day one. You, it, it, we're talking about how Chachma emerges and becomes the light of the seven days. We're talking about how the seven attributes, of, the emotional attributes are included within Chachma and emerge from Chachma. Not the way Chachma is aloof and above the, the attributes that emerge, eventually emerge from it. 
We're talking about how the emotional attributes are included within Chacham. So, so, um, okay, so first you have the potential for the seven days in, which are included within Chachma. You have the seven emotional attributes as they are within Chachma. And then after the first day of Hanukkah, you now have seven more days. This is, this is similar to the way the Ragat Shavagoyin explains this holiday according to the revealed part, uh, um, part of Torah, according to Nigla, that the miracle was in one day, in one moment, they found the jug of oil, and that miracle included the next eight days. And they're all one entity. So based on all this, that all the eight days of Hanukkah are one entity, it comes out that the perfection of Hanukkah is specifically in the last day of Hanukkah. This is the advantage that the last day of Hanukkah has, it surpasses even the first day of Hanukkah. It, it would seem that the first day of Hanukkah is equal to the last day of Hanukkah. Because just like the, the first day needs the last day, the last day needs the first day. Everything comes from the first day, and everything emerges on the last day. But there's a difference. The, the advantage of the first day of Hanukkah is that we have the essence of Hanukkah. We have the beginning of Hanukkah. We have the discovery of the oil. Without the, the first day of Hanukkah, there is no Hanukkah. The advantage of the last day of Hanukkah is not that the Hanukkah exists, but Hanukkah is in a state of perfection. That means, although Hanukkah already exists, every day of Hanukkah we, light, we make the blessings and light the Menorah, you're still missing the perfection of Hanukkah. Only on the last day of Hanukkah do you have the perfection of Hanukkah. So, as we learned yesterday, the goal of, the, of our discussion about all the greatness of Hanukkah is not for Hanukkah itself, but it's an order that should continue throughout the year. Just like when you educate a child, the purpose of educating the child is that the child should grow up and hold on to what you taught him. And not only should he not lose, but he should continue to grow. So whatever we, we're talking about, that... Um, We're talking about that throughout the Hanukkah you have to accomplish many things. You have to make fabrengans. You have to influence others. You have to love your fellow like yourself. You have to make the light shine on, your, on the entrance of your door, influence others. This is something that has to continue after Hanukkah throughout the whole year. And in a way that it should be noticeable and clearly open, it should be seen, they should be able to say justifiably that it was worth the whole Hanukkah. In other words, Hanukkah should be noticed after Hanukkah that you could say, ah, it was worth it. And, and the Rebbe says, we see how this was successful regarding the soldiers, the efforts that were made to um, help the soldiers in Israel. And uh, similarly, um, uh, the Rebbe gave, um, the, Rebbe, the Rebbe mentions the um, emphasis that um, Hanukkah should reach the students in, in schools and every Jew is called a student of Hashem and that's why we call a Torah scholar a Tamil Chacham every Jew is called a, a student a Tamil Chacham means a student of a wise man not a wise man someone the Rebbe says who thinks they're already a wise man is not really a wise man the wise man is someone who's a student of a wise man that's the meaning of Tamil Chacham a student of a wise man so we're all students and so and we should all merit, Rebbe concludes, to be a student 
a Talmud or a Talmida, a boys and girls, should all merit to, to be students of Mashiach, who will teach Torah to all the Jewish people. And we should see the fulfillment of the, of the verse, the glory of Hashem is revealed, and all of us will, will see the presence of Hashem in the world in a way that like water covers the ocean bed. That was the end of the second talk that I gave in this Ferengen. And if I have enough time, we'll try to do one more point from this Ferengen. Uh, the Zohar this week talks about a story. The Zohar talks about the story this week. The Zohar says there was a man named Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba um, notices this guy who has one miracle over after another happening to him. Um, he is he is sleeping on this mountain, and um, the snake is about to catch him and bite him, and Rabbi Abba can't say, he's, he's a distance away, and before the snake can bite him, this, this rock falls on the snake, and the snake dies. And the guy is sleeping. The guy wakes up from his sleep, and he, and he moves a little bit away, and the place he was sleeping on suddenly falls down into the valley, and if he would be sleeping another moment, he would have died. So Abba is looking at this guy, like, wow, this guy has so many miracles happening to him. He says, what did you do? They deserve all these miracles. And the guy says, that whenever he goes to sleep at night, he will not go to sleep until he first forgives everyone that has wronged him. So that's what the Zohar talks about this week. Forgiveness. So the Rebbe's father um, focuses on this Zohar, and he says why these miracles happen in front of this tzaddik called Rebbe Abba, because miracles come from the divine energy of understanding, of Bina. And Abba, Rabbi Abba, his divine energy was the sphere of Bina. Because he comes from Bina, that's why he witnessed these miracles. Miracles come from the divine energy of Bina, and he saw Bina. And he is Bina. That's why he saw these miracles. Then the, then, then the Rebbe's father continues and says this. Rebbe says, the word miracle has two letters in it. Nun and Samach. Nun means, Nun stands for no felt of fall. And Samach stands for smich, which means to be supported from falling. Why don't we say, in Ashrei, the Talmud says, why don't we have the letter nun in Ashrei? Because nun means to fall. Nun stands for in a field. Therefore, King David did not put every, word, every sentence of Ashrei, there's another letter of the, of the Hebrew alphabet, but there's no sentence that starts with a nun because nun stands for falling. But King David came and he brought it in somehow and he said, God supports all those who are in a state of falling, all those who fall. So that's the meaning of the word nais. Nais means that you were first in a state of danger, you were first falling, and how did you, how were you saved from falling? How did you rectify the nun, the falling? Because the samach, because the miracle. And where is samach? Samach is the divine energy of being of understanding. So the Samach is the Bina that rectifies the Nun, that rectifies the falling. That's what the Rebbe's father says. The Rebbe asks a question. So if Nun stands for falling, and that's why King David does want to put a sentence that starts with the Nun in, in, the, in Psalm 145, then why does the word miracle have the Nun there? If we don't want to highlight the letter Nun, we don't want to put that out there because nun means falling. Why is there a letter nun 
in uh, the word miracle. And more, not only does the word does the word miracle have the letter nun, but more, the letter nun is not after the letter samach; it precedes the letter samach. So the word miracle begins with the letter nun, and the um, and the Gemara actually says that the, the letter nun is what indicates the word indicates the miracle. As the Gemara says that if you see the letter nun in your dream, you'll have a miracle. And um, and the, and there were different sages, Hanina, Hananya, Yechnon, who had they had two nuns in their name, and they had many miracles happen to them. So the miracle, it seems, is connected not with the letter Samach, as the Rebbe's father says that the letter Samach is associated with the sphere of Bina, but with the letter Nun. On the other hand, King David doesn't even put the letter Nun in Ashrei. So the Rebbe's father, the Rebbe said about his father, he didn't, he didn't explain these things because he only explained things which are novel. But things you could figure out yourself, he relied that you would figure out yourself. So what's a miracle? A miracle is something that's not... It's above nature. It's not the regular order. The regular order is nature. And it says if you say halal every day, it's the opposite of halal because you're not serious. You're not, you're not, it's, it's not authentic. You can't really mean it if you say halal every day. Halal is for something special. So in the prayer we say every single day in Ashrei, which uh, not only we say it every day, but th- there's an advantage of saying Ashrei three times a day, as the Gorah says, as we, say, as we do, so there's no room to put, there's no reason to put the letter nun, which means miracle. Because if you say hal every day, it's considered, if you say three times a day the word, uh, the, the letter nun, which means miracle, it's, it's, a, it's a negative thing. Because it's not a regular order. But regarding a miracle itself, a miracle itself means that Hashem does something which is beyond nature. So not only do you have the letter nun there openly, but the beginning of the word miracle is with the letter nun. Which this alludes to the whole point, the whole the great the virtue of a miracle. What's the virtue of a miracle? That specifically by first being a state of nephila, by first falling, that's when you come to a higher place. As the Balshamta famously taught, that a sorry Yaakov, many of it was a time of trouble for Yaakov, and they were saved from the problem. The Balshamta says it doesn't mean that they were just saved after they had the problem, but the problem itself becomes a source of salvation. From the darkness itself is transformed to light. And that's why the word miracle has letter nun in it. We can't say it every day because you're not supposed to say hal every day. That's the way in Asher there is no letter nun. But what is a miracle? The miracle is all about the, um, the letter nun. And that's why the letter about being first in a state of falling and from the state of falling emerging even higher than before. All right. L'chaim l'chaim. And the Rebbe concluded for Brengen said that um, they would give out at the Fabrengen some azanus, some some cake, and he said that Hanukkah is well continuing after Hanukkah. Therefore, they would give out on Hanukkah the azanus uh, for the Malav Malka, continue the whole year, continue adding more and more light until we should come to base Amigdash Shlishi and see them there being lit through the Kain Gadol. Okay, good Shabbos, Yantif. Sure.